Hi, everyone. Welcome to another episode of Trick Talks. My name is Barbara Lally, and today we are here with LaJoy. How are you today? I'm good. How are you? I'm doing well. Are you ready to get started? Yes. <laughs> okay, so tell us a little bit about you and your trick. When did you start? Where did you pull from? How old were you? Give us the history of that. Okay, um, so as far back as I can remember, I want to say maybe... I think I was like 12, if I remember right. I used to bite my nails before, but that was more like, was kind of like a thing with like the anxiety thing. But then I stopped that habit. So then when I got a little bit older, I started doing my eyelashes was the first thing that I did. So like I haven't had lashes for a little while, but that was the first area um, that I did. And then kind of like, as I got older, kind of transitioned. So into other areas but the lashes were first mm -hmm. do you remember the moment i mean if you don't that's fine but do you remember that first time where you were like hey uh these eyelashes come out when i pull on them yes i was um i was in church like and then i remember um i just remember seeing them like on the bible so like i kind of didn't realize like i was like kind of unconsciously doing it and then like when i looked down like at the bible i was kind of like some like on the you know page and so I kind of stopped like a little and then like I, that's like when I felt like the urge kind of like coming on so then that's when I kind of like oh this is you know something that's happened you know more and more and more so yeah. when I eyelashes for me are one of the hardest things yeah. to stop I just I don't know why I like them kind of the best out of where I pull from um, do you feel that like that like itchy tingly sensation when you pull in like tell me about the sensation for you so with the lashes that that is the first initial area and I kind of don't have them like I, they they grow back here and there but like they're always really thin um I get like I don't know I don't have like a pain people ask me like does it hurt to me but I'm like no but I can't really describe, like, it's just kind of like a relief type of feeling. So I don't really focus on the pain, if that makes sense. Mm -hmm. It's more of like a relief to whatever is, like, going on mentally or, like, when I'm anxious or, like, sometimes about tests or something like that. Like, it's usually when I'm feeling, like, a lot of anxiety. Mm -hmm. When did you first, you know, notice okay this is this is a bigger issue than I think it is you know I'm pulling enough where like the eyelashes are gone did your parents notice did you um like go to the doctor what was that for you were noticing okay this is something more than what I think okay so when I started to notice was when I moved to my eyebrows because then that's when it was noticeable to other people like nobody really paid attention to my lashes at first so like it was kind of more I was like isolated with that kind of phase but then when it got to the brows it was kind of like my dad was like you know he didn't really understand he thought it was more of like a cosmetic thing that I was going through trying to like experiment because I like to do hair so he thought it was more of me trying to like test things out but I'm like no it's not really that but then I kind of also didn't know how to explain it either because I didn't know myself so we would kind of go back and forth he's like do you like me to go to salon or something and kind of like you know they could kind of do it because he didn't understand because like I kind of woke up one day and it was just like I like half a brown each side 
So mine is weird because it's kind of focused. So like I feel like if I do one side that way, I'm gonna match the other side. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I'm gonna match it, like I'm not gonna. So it's kind of more of a focused thing for me. So I feel like everyone kind of has a different, you know, thing or a way that they do it. And then like it got bigger for me because at that time I couldn't wear like I grew up in a costume, so I couldn't really wear like I couldn't cover it. So I didn't have that option. So it was like very noticeable. If you, you know, if I did it, like I didn't have the option, you know, because it wasn't really allowed for me to wear makeup. So I was like, I gotta look like, you know, a little. <laughs> so I would kind of control it, like in a way. And then like eventually over time, like that, that vanished. So like, then I had like, once I got older, I got the option to do it, but. Mm -hmm. <laughs> when did you first find out that you know, this behavior you're doing has a name, you know, it's trichotillomania. When, when did that happen for you? For me, it's kind of funny because <laughs> I was watching Criminal Minds, which is one of my favorite shows. And there was an episode with the lady and she was doing that to her hair. And that was also around the time when I had transitioned to like my hair. So I was like, what? When he, when he said the name, I was like, I went to Google like really fast, like when I was watching the episode, and I was like, "This has a name." Like other people are doing this, like what's it So it was kind of like a really weird moment for me because like I had no idea. Like I really thought like I know because I was so young when it started, and like I didn't say anything. Like my parents knew, but then they never really questioned it when I got older because I would kind of find ways to like. So nobody ever really asked about it, like unless I told them. So it was more so like I didn't really come out with that in a big way mm. yeah how did you how did you feel after you found out like oh my gosh this is what I do yeah I mean I felt a little bit better so like it has a name it has you know a reason behind it I'm not just like you know <laughs> crazy like so I kind of felt a little better because as I read it like it didn't make a lot of sense to me like as to why I was doing it what was going on so I kind of felt like better about it yeah. Sometimes, you know, sometimes it's like, oh, there's a name. Nice. Like, I'm not the only one. And then other times it's like, oh, there's a name. I thought I was going to get over this. You know, some people have that different reaction. I thought because I would have the phases of not doing it because I would really, really try. But <laughs> when you do like the relapse thing, it's kind of like at some point you can't keep beating yourself up. So I was like, I kind of got to accept what's going on in a way because if I don't, I'm gonna constantly like be hard on myself and like I was like I wanna do that or I wanna keep doing that because I would get really like depressed about it because it's like oh my god like why can't I stop or like I would like you know kind of cry about it be mad at myself about it you know be angry I'm like why can't I like do something else in that moment like why 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 like so yeah I kind of had to stop beating myself up about it when I would get into that moment or when I would relapse because like sometimes I would go a while but when it got to the hair part like that was like the hardest for me so I was like that's when I kind of that's when like, the therapy stuff came in but I was like a lot older like I this would be like I think the second year like since I like went to therapy and stuff like that mm -hmm. so it kind of wasn't big you know in my family <laughs> it wasn't like a thing to go to therapy so yeah well, it's great. Hey, it's great you're going now. Yes. That's great. Because so, it's like, 
you feel less alone and then like you know they're not judgmental with you so you don't feel like when you talk about it it's a problem you know so it was like a relief kind of thing for me so then it kind of helped me to open up like to other people or like in the workplace like it would get really hard for me like socially and stuff like that but being that I knew what it was I feel like that helped it because if it makes sense like I didn't feel like why I would like quit or like do certain things like I understood because I kind of didn't want to say that I didn't want to talk about that like I don't want to tell you that so I'd rather just kind of run away from it than you know kind of be open about it so it took a long time for me to do that. When you were younger and you had like the more obvious signs, did you have people kind of questioning you? Like what happened to your eyebrows? Like, did you have to deal with that pressure of like, oh, what do I say here? Yeah, it was more of my parents because they didn't understand any kind of thought. You know, so it was like a back and forth thing with them trying to get me to like stop, stop, stop. But I'm like, I don't know how, but it was like weird to explain. So it was kind of like that, but then over time, just kind of let it go. But then when I got to high school, it was more so when people started to know. So I, I feel like that's when I did it the most. So my friend was the first person <laughs> to um, ask me about my best friend. She was like, I have a question. We were sitting in class, and I was like, oh, okay. She was like, why don't you have any eyelashes? Because she was like, I always noticed that I never wanted to ask you. She was like, but I always noticed, like, you don't have lashes. So I was like, oh, so I was like, I don't know. At the time, I didn't know. <laughs> so I was like, I don't know, I just pull them. Mm-hmm. I was like, really? Interesting. She was like, I never, she was like, okay. She said, so you just pull them out? Like, it doesn't. So that's when she kind of, you know, was kind of intrigued by it, because, like, that's just how she is. So she wasn't judgmental, so I was comfortable, like, answering her questions. And also, because she was my friend. But then, like, other people kind of, like, heard it. So it was, like, a little kind of class discussion moment. It was kind of weird, but... Nobody really judged me, if that makes sense. They were all kind of just interested in it. It was like, oh, wow, yeah, I mean, I, I didn't notice. So they were kind of like walking up, and they were like, look, and I, was like, I really didn't notice, but it was like, wow. But it was just kind of interesting to them. I don't know why. But, like, nobody was really judgmental about it when I did open up. So then it kind of made me a little more, you know, comfortable to talk about it. So when you shared with, you know, your classmates, did anyone or have you ever met anyone with trick after you started to kind of you know share and have that moment not in school um there was like one person that i met like in person and that was when i lived in california like briefly for a while and she like did it from her hair and so we kind of like had a moment where we were talking about it so we were all like roommates mm-hmm. and so we had a moment where we were like talking about it you're like the first person I ever met like that does that and she kind of noticed you know so she had asked me about it and she was like I've been like doing my hair and stuff and so we were just like talking about it and I was like yeah I was like I've been doing that I was like I never met anybody else that like did that and I was like that is so crazy so yeah I did meet one person yeah <laughs> I love that I feel like when I'm I've only met a like a handful of people in real life that have it but the second I meet someone I'm like you get it like I know that you get me at a level that like most people do not yes because it's hard it's hard to explain and it's hard once you do like they 
they kind of be like, okay, but like I don't know if everybody really gets the how deep it goes or how like you know there's other factors to like once you do do that or like once that does go wrong like so I feel like there's layers so like some people do get some people may like research some people may you know like respond to it some people may not get it but they'll be okay with it so I've had like good and not so bad but kind of like misunderstanding like just kind of like why can't you stop <laughs> just don't do it <laughs> like, mm-hmm. It don't work like that. <laughs> so, like, it really doesn't work like that, but thank you. But it's like, I don't know what to say to that because I get what they're, because they don't get it. So, it's like, I understand. So, I don't, I'm not offended, but it's kind of like laughable. I'm just like, if only you were that easy. <laughs> I'll just stop, but <laughs> mm-hmm. it doesn't work like that. I, I wish. Like, you know, I wish. Thank you. Yeah. But. <laughs> So you mentioned earlier about, you know, after each relapse, you know, you beat yourself down. How did you get to the point where you're not being so hard on yourself anymore? You kind of are accepting it. I just kind of do other things afterwards, like to kind of, you know, once I get to a place where I am stopping or like kind of celebrate those little moments and then just not focus on like when I do do that. Because I'm just like, I have to understand those moments will happen. And then, like, you know, when they don't, like, you know, just kind of celebrate that, too. But usually, it's kind of hard because I have, I do have depression. So I have, like, anxiety and I have depression. So I have different ways I respond to it. Sometimes I do, like, I still cry about it, like, a lot. Or I may, like, isolate myself or I may be shut off for you know, periods at a time where I just don't want to really, you know, engage with it because it's, like, hard, you know, to get across to others. So I may not want to be vocal about it. But I do have times where I'll call my friends and kind of talk or, like, let's hang out or, like, you know, try to do other things, kind of get out the house. So I feel like I have, you know, different responses depending on how I'm feeling or how the anxiety is or, like, what's going on with me during that moment so yeah well and I love that you mentioning you know celebrating those those little wins because I feel like in the scheme of things that (laughs) if I pull one less eyelash I'm I'm thrilled like that's a win for me for sure yes yes so it I mean when I I did eventually cut my hair so that was recent like and I I had really really long hair but I had an area, so it kind of didn't matter. But then it got to a point where I couldn't really like keep, you know, pulling it up. It was kind of painful. So that was like my big, you know, moment when I cut my hair. Cause like I've had long hair for a long time. And so I was like one of those center kind of people. So that's like was my area. So it was hard to style at a point. Cause like in the center, I feel like it's really sensitive for anybody. So mm-hmm. I'm like, how to do my hair so then they came up with the idea to kind of like cut it so I was in that moment of the cut like I didn't pull like it was a really long time and I was happy about it because I was like maybe you know that was kind of what I needed to kind of keep my hair healthy for a while you know let it breathe let it you know but then once it happened yeah I was upset but then I was like I can still fix it I can take care of it you know it can grow back like I kind of have to tell myself those things because like 
I do hair as well. So like doing other hair, it's kind of like the peaceful moments, like when I'm beautifying others, like I'm happy about that. Even though I may have, you know, my thing going on, it's like, you know, when I focus on that, I do have less pulling because then my hands are busy. So mm -hmm. keeping my hands busy is like really, really, really <laughs> important for me. So like the more I breathe, the more I kind of keep my hands out of my head, it's like better for me. So mm -hmm. kind of I try to keep that, you know, going so it's less off there. Like I do have other areas, so I don't. You know, I know it's going to be hard to completely stop. I don't know if I met anyone that has that type of story yet. Like, I haven't met anyone. So if they do, like, I feel like that's really incredible. But, like, if it doesn't happen for me, I have to be okay with that, too. So it's like I kind of have that, those moments where it's like, if I meet somebody and they, you know, completely have stopped, I don't know how I would take it. I would be very happy for them, but I would be like, what about me? Then I also have to be, like, okay with, you know, it may not happen. Mm. yeah I do often wonder because I have like you know I've seen on Instagram people 300 days you know without pulling and I'm thinking whoa like I'm happy for you congrats but yeah I've come to the point where I'm like yeah that's probably for me <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that milestone has not been reached so that's like <laughs> mm -hmm. that's, that's big so I feel like they that's something to celebrate it's something to really celebrate and I, I will be happy, but that that milestone really truthfully hasn't been reached me. But I'm like okay with it, if that makes sense. Like mm -hmm. at this moment, I'm okay with it. And the therapy was like what really, really like helped me get to that place because like I was not there. Like you know, a few months ago, like I really wasn't there. Mm -hmm. But now, no, that's awesome. You know, and I, like so, therapy is fairly new for you. <laughs> Was the process hard for like someone who is maybe thinking about, hey, I, I want to get into therapy? What what was like the process for you? Was it fairly easy or a little challenging? Um, it wasn't challenging because I kind of went through my doctor. Okay. Like when they would ask certain questions, like, you know, I kind of like was open about it with them because I kind of got to a place where I was just so depressed about it. like they begin to notice the depression. So they were more so kind of concerned about that. So then it kind of led to, well, why are you feeling this way, right? So like over, you know, those sorts of questions. So then they kind of gave me like referrals and like numbers to call. So then that's how I got to, you know, seeing the therapist that I see now. So it was kind of an easy route for me. Um, but I would say like, if not, like there are a lot of resources, like, and a lot of information that I found like, and then me kind of talking about it, I do find small, you know, people that reached out. Like, even one picture and, like, you know, you have reached out to me. And it was just so crazy because, like, I was thinking about, like, how do people, like, you know, talk about or advocate? Like, how do people get to that, you know, point? Like, I wonder if there's people like that. And then it was, like, you wrote me, like, right after I had that, that picture because, like, I was kind of, like, trying to, like, celebrate my hair and be happy about it. So, you know, I took a picture that day and then I was like, oh, wow. Like, one picture got me, like, you know, to this point. So it was, like, a really, like, you know, moment for me because I was kind of thinking about it because I was, like, I'm at a place where, like, I can talk about it because I wasn't there before. And then maybe some people aren't there, and I, they might be around me or they might be there. They don't have somebody that they can talk to. So I'm, like, how do you, you know, like, how do people reach other people? So, like, when you reached out to me, it was, like, oh, my God, that's such a sign. Like, it was just, like, a real crazy moment for me. Like, I was, like, so excited. I was, like, wow. I really was like 
I have started posting a little bit like on my Instagram and then I have recently made a post on my Facebook. Um, I started kind of talking about, you know, the disorders and then I had made like one like TikTok about it where that's like a little video where like I posted my hair journey because like, I also have, you know, a braiding page. So I'm like, well, I can kind of incorporate that because I feel like it's important, you know, for me as a stylist to kind of be open about because I do have, you know, those, you know, times. And so, like, it's a, you know, it was just a way for me to kind of, like, heal. It's like a therapy for me. Like, also, in addition to seeing the therapist, like, it was more of, like, dosing. Kind of, like, those type of things, like, finding other people to, like, chat with. Like, when I do feel isolated, when I do have those moments, like, those are big for me because, like, it's, like, helping other people. I do like that. Like, you know, I like talking to people. Even though I do get anxiety a lot, like, when, you know, I can overcome it, like, I do, like, you know, talking to people, telling stories, like, I enjoy that. So I was like, maybe I can, like, you know, reach out, and then, like, when you open up, other people open up. And so I'm kind of easy to talk to, so, like, <laughs> you know, I'll just start talking about it. And when I did, people were like, oh, my God, my goddaughter, she's going through the same thing. I had no idea, like, you, oh, my God. So it was like, I didn't get any negative, you know, so I'm like, okay, that's that's okay. Like, I can keep going with this. Like, I can keep, you know, posting about it because it helps me to talk about it. So, I was like, I can find a way to just open up that, you know, that for me and then for other people. So, it was just a real, you know, crazy moment for me. <laughs> but in a good way, like, in a very, very good way. I was so surprised when I went on, like, social media to start kind of talking about this. I, like, did, like, hashtag Trickettslimania, like, the first time ever. And I was like, whoa. There's so many people here. That's really great. I was like, I had no idea. Like, the more I looked into it, the more I, was like, I had no idea it was that, you know, that, no, like, you know, a lot, I didn't know it was just, I did, I had no idea. I really had felt alone at a certain point. So then it's like, when other people talk about it, you read other stories, how long they've been doing it, when it started, you know, it's like, like, a, just a relax it's okay like that's what it was for me mm -hmm. yeah I was I was so scared um when I first started the trickster diaries account I was anonymous and I like wouldn't even put my initial I was so nervous because I was like I've never really shared this before how is this going to be received and then I see people who like will show pictures of their bald spots and their face and I was so inspired I'm like oh my gosh I want to be there I want to get to that point where I can like own everything but like I was way way too scared it took like a, a, a little over a year I think maybe maybe like a year and a half but yeah I was so I was like wow people can actually be really open about this like I want to too yeah it was like when I started seeing like the photos and like the videos where they were like doing the close-ups and like the TikToks and I'm like you know, they're not afraid, you know, they, you know, they're being open about it and, you know, people are responding, so it's kind of like, you feel less alone. And so, that was big for me, because I actually never seen, like, the center, because it's like the center of my head. So, when they showed it to me, I was just like, I had no idea what that was, <laughs> you know, compared to how long my hair was, because I just wouldn't think about it. I was kind of one of those, like, that was my way of kind of coping at a point, like, just do it and I think about it, do it and I think about it, you'll be okay. Mm -hmm. So I just never try to even measure, I just try to just cover it the best way I can, like an app for a long time, just did it, until it got to where it was like too noticeable. Mm -hmm. And then I had to do something, so I was like, oh my God. But 
I kind of, it took a while because, like, I would really try, like, my best, you know, to cover it. Like, because I, you know, I can braid. I can do different things. Like, you know, I can find ways, you know, for it not to be shown. But then it would hurt sometimes. So, like, mm-hmm. you know, when I really, really, really did it, like, it would be painful. So, mm-hmm. I had to, it was, I don't know. It was just a, <laughs> but yeah it was just a moment for me because I can cover I guess I felt like I was psyching myself if that makes sense mm-hmm. and once I realized and they showed it to me right before I got my hair cut I was kind of like another kind of you know because I, I don't know the brows they're thin but like they're not there like they're really really thin so I do have to cover them then my lashes like they're just not but I wear glasses so like people don't really pay attention to my eyes and then if I wear a liner like you know it's kind of not noticeable the hair was more it was more of like a a sensitive thing because mm-hmm. I do hair because I am a stylist so I would take it really hard because it's like you know like I don't know it just was it was hard for me to cope with my hair like I guess in a sense, I didn't care about my lashes and brows in that way to kind of, like, really take it that hard so it didn't bother me, like, I guess that much until it got to my hair. It's like I really took pride in that. Like, I really, you know, maintained my hair for a while. Like, that's how I really learned I would do, like, my own hair when I was younger. Like, that's how I learned how to braid. So, like, I was always known for just braiding and, like, keeping my hair done. So when it started getting to that point where, like, it was something where people would ask about, like, you know, why in here, like, you know, or it's short right there, or, like, when I would go to kind of get it done, they would be like, what's going on with this? And, like, it was kind of more of, like, a conversation that I had had to have but didn't want to have. Like, I didn't want to, like, not be truthful because at that moment I wanted it dyed. Mm. And, like, when they put the chemicals on there, like, it was really, it hurt so bad. Like, they had to it out, so I couldn't get, you know, the style that I wanted. So, like, I was just very emotional. You know, in that moment, so I was like, I didn't think that, you know, a disorder, like, would have so many different effects, if that makes mm-hmm. sense. But it was kind of like a learning experience for me as a stylist, because, of course, they do talk about that, and that's something that we do cover, but not in that, you know, depth. So, it's like having a, <laughs> you know, stylist slash moment, you know, if that makes sense. So, it was kind of, I took it really hard with my hair. It was like mm-hmm. a hard so it was like back into like a depression type of thing. I was sad again. Like when I kind of got over the brown lashes, but then I got to the hair and it's like, uh uh-uh. So I kind of like felt really, really bad about it. So it took me back down. So it was like I had to kind of climb back out of that and feel the way that I feel like when I do my lashes and my brows. I was like, I have to, I can't, you know, be that hard on myself, even though I know, you know, like, you brave, like you would tell, you know, I would try to encourage, you know, someone who I would say, oh, let's try to work on. Like, I know that's what I would do mm-hmm. as a stylist, if that makes sense. But it's mm-hmm. like, once I learned about it and read upon it, I'm like, oh my God, like, mm-hmm. I would have to be understanding to someone who sat in my chair or someone who came to me and had that going on. I couldn't kind of push a, a solution on them. So mm-hmm. it was like, I don't really, you know, I was like, you can't push a solution by yourself. So I kind of had to have that moment. Yeah. Yeah. And that's really great because it is, it is so hard to 
switch lenses like that and be like, you know what? I wouldn't say this to a client or I wouldn't say this to a friend. Why am I saying it to me? Why am I so hard on me? Like, that's not fair. I really had to have that moment. You said it perfectly. <laughs> you nailed that one. <laughs> I had to have that moment. Like, listen, why are you doing this? Like, you couldn't do that to somebody. Because I'm understanding about other things that people, you know, tell me. Because, like, I just I to tell you a lot of things. They're open about a lot of other things. And, like, you know, you're kind of like that person, too. So it's like, you got to be that person for yourself. Like, you can't, you know have to keep doing what you're doing if you can cover you can if you can't you know wear your scarf like do what you do like beautify you know still feel beautiful find that self-care you know moment in what's going on like aftermath like it's kind of like okay let's you know fix yourself up and just do that so i kind of have to have that you know you know aftermath if that makes sense like that moment if it happens like we'll just fix it or we'll just cover it still look beautiful, still find a way to, you know, feel pretty, like, because you sometimes don't in that moment, so it's hard, but then afterwards, you have to, like, kind of push yourself into a better place, because I don't know for other people, or, like, for you, like, you know, how you feel afterwards, it's, like, a moment where you kind of got to, like, okay, you have to, (laughs) have to move forward, like, this happened, and then, like, you can't let it you know, ruin our day or ruin, you know, what we have going on or ruin, let's say, if you have that moment where you're not pulling and then you relapse, like, it's okay. And I had to, like, tell myself that, like, it's okay, it's okay, it's okay. And then, like, I kind of, more, the more I talked about it, I was okay. Because if they do notice, they're, you know, they're more okay with it. They may not, you know, be as, you know, why don't you just stop? Or I don't really get that, you know, anymore, like, if that mm-hmm. makes at first, they're kind of like, ah. But now, just like, oh, I believe one day, you know, it's kind of positive. My brother was like, well, I believe one day, you know, you know, if that's what you want, you can. Mm-hmm. But they're not kind of, like, pushing here. Nobody's, like, forcing it. But it was also his first time, like, me telling him about it. So I'm like, hey, you know, before I do the podcast, before, you know, people see, I was like, I just want to let you guys know. And he's like, what's that long word you sent me? <laughs> And so, like, he was like, what's that long word you saying? He was like, oh, you be doing that? He was like, I saw it in true life one time. And he was like, oh, okay. He was like, I'm going to tune in. And so I was like, okay. Like, it's okay. Like, when I tell people, like, when I don't get, like, bad energy, like, that helps. Mm-hmm. But, like, sometimes people used to kind of be like, well, why don't you? Like, it would kind of, like, be discouraging. So it was just kind of like, uh, now I don't want to talk about it no more. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. you don't really get it. And like sometimes the more you explain it, like some people still don't. But I appreciate the people that do because I can help. And it makes me feel, you know, comfortable when I do bring it up. Or if they do bring it up, I feel less, you know, pressured or less, like, guilty or ashamed or embarrassed, like, anymore. Like, it doesn't, you don't bother me anymore when people ask me about it. At first, I'll kind of feel hesitant to talk about it. But then over time, I was like, it's okay. Or, like... You know, they were respectfully asked. They were like, hey, you don't mind if I just wanted to. Mm-hmm. Oh, thank you for like. And then it would kind of open up a conversation. And then they'll kind of like tell me something about their self innocence. Like, I don't know why I have that energy where they'll kind of open up. I said, oh, well, I've been dealing with this. And I just kind of, you know, I don't know. And we talk. And like, it, after that, like, it just, you know, it helps like to just have that person in that moment to talk to. Because everybody has, you know, something that's going on or everyone has something that they're dealing with and you just don't know like 
So I always, it helped me to like learn to just never judge. Like someone's always going through something, be kind, like, and just be, be positive. You know, even if I don't, you know, for myself, I'm okay with that too. Cause then like, I would push myself out of that. And then other people like talking to me about it and that vice versa energy for me like, has been very helpful. So yeah, you reaching out was like, oh, another, you know, sigh of relief within the time. I appreciate like, you know, opening up and like having a community or like meeting other people where they do have a platform where they're talking about it because it's like other people will get me because, you know, if they're watching, they're tuning in and they're listening and it's not like, you know, it's really a thing that people are dealing with because when you tell one person or, you know, you're the only one talking about, you know, that in that crowd, they may not take it that seriously, but if there's more and more and more people being like, you know, hey, this is a thing like, this is what's going on with us. I just kind of like, you're just more kind and you're more understanding, like, to everybody. Or at least for me, like, that's how I feel. Like, I'm just more understanding. If I see something that's going on with you, like, if you want to talk about it, like, I would give you that space. Like, and I just feel like appreciative that other people feel that way, like, around me. So it's kind of been helpful. Mm -hmm. No, and I just feel like the world in general would just be, like, such a better place if everyone's like, hey, this is what we're going through because I know when I was younger I was the only person I knew yeah. with with trick and like my brother's friends brother's classmate had no eyelashes and I was like oh. but I was too scared to ask but you know what if I did ask what if I met someone and then I had a friend with it like my life probably would have been a lot different because I wouldn't have felt so isolated so it is beautiful that you know you're open to sharing and and bringing awareness to it Yes. Yeah, it's a good thing. So I like appreciate everybody who's doing it. Like, it's just a good thing to see because, like, the more people talk about mental health, you know, the more people talk about what's really going on. Like, it just makes it better for everybody. Mm -hmm. Well, LaJoy, it's been really awesome talking to you. I've really enjoyed our conversation. I'm sure everyone who's going to listen is going to really love it as well. Is there anything you'd like to say? before we wrap up um yes i would just like to say like i appreciate your page so much and i did see like the journal stuff and like i do want to get back into writing so like i just like you know what i saw when i did come to your page and so i feel like what you're doing is just really really big for me so i'm very thankful for it because it came back at a really important time for me. well thank you so much and i'm so like I'm so happy that did happen for you, that it just like kind of meshed well together. I, I definitely want to keep in touch. And if you ever want to come back on the show, like always, you know, invitations always there. So I would love to, to, you know, keep in touch and, you know, remain friends. Thank you so much. It was so nice meeting you. <laughs> Thank you. Thank you.